Aotearo, land of the long white cloud or land of a long cloud. Yeah. To be able to have a platform like Education Edition where the people themselves can, can enter the classrooms around the world with their voice and their languages to tell their stories, I think is super, super awesome for not just Indigenous people, but for the people that get to hear the stories too. Welcome to the Minecraft Education Edition podcast. My name is Mike Washburn. This podcast is produced in collaboration with Participate, where the world learns together. On today's show, I spoke with Fetu Paitai about his beautiful Ngamotu world. We talked about world building in Minecraft and how immersive worlds can be used as a powerful tool for students to make connections to their culture and their history. Let's get started. Minecraft is a game of endless possibilities. Need some proof? Spend a night surfing YouTube or watching streamers on Twitch or Mixer, and you will find builders of all ages from all around the world building amazing things. In my opinion, we're just scratching the surface on world building in Minecraft. Personally, I've come to see it as an expression of art. And as someone who always referred to themselves as not an artist, I have definitely found my inner artist building in Minecraft. When we come back, our conversation with Fetu Paitai. When thinking about custom content and creating amazing immersive worlds in Minecraft, Fetu Paitai's name is one of the first that comes up on a very short list. Fetu is the creative director at Peaky Studios, where he provides spaces for people to immerse themselves in the world of Mari. They designed Naamotu, the islands, a stunning Minecraft Education Edition world I found myself mesmerized by. Welcome to the podcast, Fetu. Kia ora. Kia ora. So tell me about this world. So I had a chance. I, I was telling you off air. I spent like easily an hour in this world today just wandering and exploring and just found it absolutely stunning. Tell me a little bit about Namotu. Yeah, so uh, Namotu is a project that we did in partnership with Microsoft here in New Zealand uh, to create an immersive world for our people um, here at home to explore, learn, practice um, the language and the world of, of Maori people. So tell me a little bit, I'd love to dig a little bit deeper into like the design decisions first off, because uh, you were telling me you basically designed this on your own. And I'd love to go into a little bit of the thought process that you undertook to create this world. How did you come up with the plan? What did you think of when you thought of the things that you knew you needed in it? Um, what were the goals of the world? Yeah, cool. So we had a guy, a friend of ours, Sam McNeil, and uh, another friend, Ann Taylor, who works in Microsoft as well. I should say they're friends now. Um, but they called us out of the blue uh, after they'd seen some work we'd done in the past, building some uh, indigenous resources here for Minecraft. Um, and they asked if we would be interested in doing a build. Uh, from that conversation, we sort of decided, yeah, yeah, we would. <laughs> That'd be really nice to do a build, uh, mm -hmm. especially if it went out in Minecraft Education Edition uh, to schools around Aotearoa or New Zealand and the world. 
so through those initial conversations with Anne and Sam, we jointly came up with an idea that would help Microsoft show the the platform they had, which was awesome, by the way, Minecraft Education Edition, and give us, a, a small indigenous game design company, a chance to show the world parts of our culture and our people in a safe way, uh, in a way that um, allows people to experience it without, you know, making cultural foobars uh, and mistakes, uh, or at least ones that, you know, are regrettable. Um, as, and immerse, I guess, our tamariki, um, in a, or our children, sorry, in a in a, a space that was Māori. If you come to Aotearoa, you'll, you'll know, um, as well as anyone, that our culture is definitely, you know, out in the open. Um, and there's definitely healthy and um, strong conversation going around about how our tamariki are engaged in that culture. And this is, I guess, another part of that conversation and so the design of the world was largely i guess framed by that that whole um you know landscape of mm -hmm. of microsoft wanting a world that that helps their platform uh be more useful in classrooms us wanting to express our culture in a, in a game design space and our you know our country doing what it does uh, and I guess the the design choices are largely driven by design that exists already in our culture. And so there were less choices and more deciding what was safe to put into the world. Hmm. As you can imagine, uh, a lot of indigenous cultures uh, are vulnerable um, and they've had their uh, pasts ridden in a lot of uh strife and, and conflict and and and, uh, and i guess hurt from a lot of the colonial past um mm -hmm. that that traveled around the world and it's really important when you're telling an indigenous story to make sure that you tell it uh with as least uh impact or overlay from you know that that history that past as you possibly can yeah and that's tricky tricky yeah you want to you want to honor you know the the culture and the traditions and uh, even like the even like the structures and the buildings and the yeah. and the the and, and that all is important in Maori culture in particular i actually did some learning about this in my undergrad and how like there are significant meanings to as there are in a lot of indigenous cultures to be honest about the actual like buildings and structures themselves and and those have meaning and so you, i i feel like it was probably important to honor those uh buildings and and the way they were designed themselves and honor that in minecraft in a way that is uh respectful to the traditions right absolutely um absolutely i mean all cultures at the end of the day have got uh, meaning imbued right right through them you know but mm -hmm. we always think of a meaning as being in some sort of um you know poetic or or, or knowledge-based system but really um a lot of our uh, activities uh, indigenous you know, or, or even the Western cultures that um, exist around the world, the modern cultures, as you say, that must exist around the world, we, we imbue meaning into everything, which is part of the fun of game design, really. Mm -hmm. So game design, and I guess any design, is about um, trying to express or communicate through 
through a medium that's you know you, different than the usual. The usual medium we communicate is something like this podcast where we discuss, chat, um, exchange ideas, and we're doing very much the same with with game design. Um, we are hopefully telling a story through this different the, this different medium. And in Minecraft, the medium happens to be voxels, and the unique mechanics that make up the, the Minecraft platform. Uh, Minecraft is obviously super super engaging for our tamariki our children if not for you know everyone up to the age of probably 180 it's a pretty fun <laughs> fun game to play i think it taps into all of those gameplay um fruits that that everyone all game designers are sort of aiming for which is things like agency um challenge uh, you know player agency challenge etc etc so when yeah. we were building uh, mutsu um, you know, knowing that voxels were, were a big part of the design, uh, the design choices we had, as well as the um, the mechanics. So we had things like play sounds, texture changes, uh, mob additions. All of these things here were probably the constraints that we could design in, right? Yeah. Um, and as a as a culture uh, from here in Aotearoa, uh, choosing what we needed to put in. Um, with those constraints was um, it was challenging, but it was super fun at the same time. So Fetu, how is Namoto being used in Aotearoa? So yeah, Namoto is a, a free world, um, and all schools in New Zealand have access to uh, Minecraft Education Edition. Um, so our schools uh, have got a chance to to grab this this world uh, that's that's theirs. It's um, you know world of Aotearoa. Um, our tamariki get to grab this world, pop it in in class, and see uh, items, features, textures, um, and things that they know uh, from their home space. I think yeah. that's been the big thing for a lot of our teachers here in Aotearoa, uh, a lot of our students as well. Um, so teachers are also going through their own, I guess, evolution in adopting technology into classrooms. And certainly the COVID-19 lockdowns um, have brought to light, you know, in a, in a very stark way, the benefits yeah. of using technology in classrooms and how it can amplify reach uh, for classrooms to to outside resources, um, and how it can amplify reach from classrooms to students that may be unable to reach the classroom uh, for whatever given reason. And so this this whole world, I think, uh, has been a nice entryway for teachers and students uh, into using technology more in classrooms. The fact that it's uh, in, got te reo Māori in it, uh, which is the Māori language, and it's got um, ao Māori or Māori world um, items and textures, um, not only helps our tamariki here or children here in New Zealand be familiar and be engaged with the content, but it also allows our indigenous tamariki or our indigenous children um, to feel ex extremely yeah. proud about themselves that you know that they're being represented at this level. They're being represented in Minecraft, and they get to represent themselves in Minecraft as well. They get to go into these worlds and play out a world that is theirs, which is not a it's not a hugely available thing that they can do to go out into the world. And you know, Moana, the movie that came out. Um, that was another another big yeah, yeah another big win I guess or another big success for uh, Polynesian people in the sense that um, our tamariki got to see themselves um, 
achieving in in big ways on in mediums and formats that they enjoy and that's really cool yeah it's amazing and um there's not a lot of spaces where especially indigenous children in canada in aotearoa you know almost anywhere get to see themselves and get to feel represented in um, especially in a product like this. So yeah. um, it's it's powerful. It's incredibly powerful. Um, have you been surprised by um, any reactions that you've received to it? I'm sure you've heard stories or had conversations with teachers or parents who have just been, you know, wowed by by the reactions to this world. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think by far and large, the two biggest reactions I have are um, from, from students that are just super super hyped that they have their world in something mm-hmm. as big as minecraft for once you know it's it's not it's not an overseas world it's not someone from overseas telling them their world it's just their world it's from aotearoa it's for aotearoa it's just there and the second biggest reaction i think that i've had to um had the pleasure i guess of of hearing is around teachers and their growing understanding um and I might even risk saying love <laughs> of technology and how it can help um, help them in classrooms to to capture engagement because I think that's a, that's a big thing that teachers um, this day and age are competing with. You know, Altamiriki go home, they watch Netflix, touch of a button kind of entertainment. They jump on uh, internet, touch of a button kind of entertainment again, and then they hit the classrooms and all of a sudden this is probably the least engaging atmosphere they could possibly you know <laughs> so yeah you can you can imagine that uh tamariki or children when they're coming into the classroom they've had a, a night full of uh netflix and and um and internet the night before <laughs> yeah. they come into the classroom and all of a sudden they've got to sit down with a book and paper um which i am absolutely not against um books and papers yeah. uh a perfect way to like express yourself but minecraft is instant engagement if you say yeah. to your tamariki your children in class hey we're going to do a bit of minecraft later on um the kids are immediately looking forward to something um and i think for mm-hmm. teachers that's been an easy win like they can they can say hey we're going to do minecraft and this thing here um the kids are immediately um, excited about it and so that was being one of the biggest feedbacks I've had, or two of the biggest feedbacks. That's amazing. Yeah. And and so it's it's had this amazing impact on your in your home. Um, and I'm curious about its reach. I'm curious, like this is available anywhere. I live in Canada. I was able to just go onto Minecraft Education Edition and download this world and learn a ton, uh, especially the language learning in particular was stunning to me. You had the definitions for all the words that the NPCs were speaking for you. And I, I learned so much just from playing, you know, for an hour in this world. I'm curious about its reach, about about how you think it has impacted student understanding of Maori culture and language globally. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I'm still here in little old uh, Aotearoa, obviously, um, and I don't think I'll be going anywhere soon. So I can't really speak for the rest of the world, but I have had some feedback from uh, other Minecraft content creators, um, as well as the Minecraft team themselves, that 
the content that we've created um, has has definitely inspired others to to create worlds similar. Yeah. Um, so we've had contact from uh, people as far as Canada, um, Tahiti, and in other countries asking about how they might do the same thing, which I think is really, really uh, important for Indigenous people to be given the space to mm. tell their own stories with their own voices. I think that's really important uh, also for the world to step back and let Indigenous people do that. For as long as I think most can remember, Indigenous stories have been told, you know, by other people. You hear it, you read it, you see it, and it's always told by people not from that culture. To be able to have a platform like Education Edition where the people themselves can, can enter the classrooms around the world and take their time um, with their voice and their languages um, to tell their stories, I think is super, super um, awesome. Uh, for not just indigenous people, but for the people that get to hear the stories too. It is. And I'll tell you, it inspired the heck out of me. I was, um, like I said before, mesmerized by the world. And it, it definitely gave me a lot to think about as I um, help and guide and coach other people that are creating worlds and content as well. And, and so as kind of a final question, I'm curious about what advice you might have for schools or districts or people that are really interested in creating content, custom content, um, you know, something you can leave us with in terms of um, how people might go about doing this themselves. Yeah, of course. I think I think the biggest hurdle to developing in Minecraft is the tools, the tool sets that you need to to do it. I think after you have got your head around the tools that you need to use um building a minecraft is uh building this kind of content in minecraft is as easy as placing the blocks in game um they've they've made it really easy really simple and i think one of the biggest things you could do to begin creating in, in minecraft is just to play the game jump in play the game like it's meant to be played either like a silly little you know time time waste in between more important jobs or dedicate a whole weekend to it and and you know uh, challenge yourself to finish minecraft as a goal um so to survive um to yeah. play through the nether to play through to the end i think once you've done that a few times um i think you have got about just everything you need um to start creating content like this well, that's amazing. This has been an awesome conversation, Fetu. Um, where can people go to connect with you to learn more about you and your work? Maybe connect with you on social media. Uh, I think Twitter is probably the best um, platform at this stage. Uh, we, I don't, I'm not really social media heavy, but at Picky Studios is our handle for Twitter. Great. Feel free to drop in, throw some ideas out, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. If you feel like you need to contact us to ask us for help or um, support or et cetera, et cetera, please feel free to email us at um, info at pickystudios.com. And uh, we're very happy to help out or at least point people in the right direction um, if they would like to create content similar. Fatu, thank you so much for joining us. No worries. Kakite. Did you know the Custom Content Creation Kit is designed to provide instructional designers and curriculum directors with a framework to design and plan customized instruction with Minecraft Education Edition? 
It includes best practices for developing custom Minecraft curriculum, information about recommended Minecraft build partners, lesson templates, rubrics, and other supporting materials for getting the job done. Join the Minecraft Education Challenge. This virtual build challenge invites students around the world to learn about issues related to sustainability and inclusion, then design solutions with Minecraft Education Edition. You can create your own prompt that invites students to address a local issue impacting your school, community, or region. This could be something like designing a more accessible version of your classroom in Minecraft. Think about people with different learning styles and disabilities, so the space is a safe and inspiring environment for everyone to be healthy. Or build a more sustainable version of your school in Minecraft. Consider a holistic definition of sustainability, which may involve rethinking energy systems, recycling, transportation, and how nature plays a role. Share progress and stories of your challenge experience via Twitter and Facebook. And tag us using our Twitter handle, at PlaycraftLearn, and the hashtag, Minecraft Challenge. And then post your results on the Minecraft Challenge Flipgrid page. We've added a link to that page in the show notes. We're so excited to see what you build. Thanks for listening to the Minecraft Education Edition podcast. My name is Mike Washburn. This podcast is produced by Participate, where the world learns together. Find out more at participate.com. You want to get in touch with us? Check out our website at education.minecraft.net. Connect with Minecraft Education Edition on Twitter at PlaycraftLearn. You can connect with me directly at Mr. Washburn. If you're enjoying the show and think others would too, we would be thrilled if you shared it with them. Please leave us a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. When you leave a rating, it gives our rankings a boost and this helps others to discover the show. Thanks for listening, stay awesome, and we'll see you soon.